John Stasek, CFA, Securities Analyst at Argus Research, to take a look here at Clorox. So we've been following the numbers. The company comes out with its report. There are some concerns from the likes of JP Morgan and others about the rising costs. I know that you've been focusing on that, not only for Clorox, but for many of these companies. Tell me your thoughts on, on the breakdown of what you saw from Clorox. Uh, I saw that they were benefited from the Delta variant this quarter, so it was uh, expected to be bad, but not as bad as as expected would be one way to ex uh, explain it, because mm -hmm. many uh, many of their divisions were expected to, of course, report lower organic growth, and that was the case. Uh, for example, the household segment, which includes, you know, Glad Bags and Kingsford Charcoal. Um, you know, their organic sales fell 12%, and it was expected to decline 22%. And, of course, their famous, uh, just their famous wipes and bleach uh, sales fell 8%, and, uh, but that's better than expected. So, you know, they right. did a job of ramping up production. You know, credit to Linda Rendell. I don't know whether I pronounced her name, who did a good job. Well, you may recall the Wall Street Journal article about saying she was going to ramp up production in response to the pandemic. But now, yeah. you know, the Delta variant has continued, you know, kind of continued things. She did that, and that was, uh, that, that helped matters. So, uh, and things were not as bad as we anticipated. So it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, wasn't, uh, wasn't, was better than expected. And, um, Okay, so let me jump in here because I have been going through your note. And so at this point, not as bad as it could have been, didn't, uh, wasn't as bad as some of the numbers that you thought you might see. A little better than expected in the Delta variant probably helped for the quarter. That being said, you talked about a disappointing outlook. So those not as bad as those numbers, the original estimates, may still occur in your mind, right? You think that the stock is fully valued at these current levels. You're pulling it down to a hold. Um, is that because your the outlook going forward seems to have some hurdles? Like what? Yeah, like um, just just input costs are, are rising, and um, I'm not sure their pricing power is is enough to uh, outweigh those those higher input costs that they're facing. Right. When we look at this, and you compare it against um, other names in the group or the big picture. Um, how does it compare? Because when we look at, let's say, consumer discretionary, you're really seeing um, great moves there. We watch consumer staples. Uh, one thing that I loved is how you noted that Clorox is part of the S&P dividend aristocrats. People love that. They see their dividend never go away or be raised year after year. Yeah, 2.8% dividend on the shares, and it's done that for 25 years, so they really like the shares for that, and some people like to hold it. You know, they've been not been very good performers this year, so you mentioned consumer discretionary, and once, you know, I um, I don't want to go off on a tangent too much, but I just love that Chip Pillay was uh, able to raise prices in excess of inflation, in, in excess of output or input prices, so that's the kind of thing I look for, that pricing power that they have. And uh, consumer staples are a little stodgy to me. Um, I'm not too crazy about the group consumer staples. You may, um, you're probably aware, according to the XLP ETF, are only up like six percent this year versus 25 or 26 percent for the XLY uh, right. ETF. So some of them are very strong performers, like Chipotle, which is up close to 30 percent. 
and Lululemon is up is, is up even more. So I'm really uh, yeah. enthusiastic about consumer discretionary, but I don't want to go off on a tangent. So well, let me ask you this. No, I, I know I like that that you're enthusiastic about consumer discretionary. I, I like that you shared that with us. It's an important um, thing to note, John. So thank you. I also notice, obviously, when we think of Clorox, right away we think of bleach and wipes, right? They are so much more than that under the umbrella. And that probably helps them at times that one may not do as well as another, such as Uber, right? We were saying Uber, maybe you weren't riding in the car, but maybe you were ordering food. To have multiple revenue streams like cat litter and Hidden Valley ranch dressing and other segments, cleaning, lifestyle, international. Um, when you think about it going forward, the look ahead for the next few years, do you think they finally catch up? Uh, I don't, I'm not sure you, I, I understand. Um, well, they have multiple revenue streams, right? So there may be some headwinds, whether it's supply chain or less demand for wipes, but there might be more demand for something else that they have. Yeah, that, Cat litter, offset, for exactly. example. It's an offset. Very, you know, that's exactly how I feel, that they're an offset. You have just so many sources of revenue, um, you know, like uh, Glad Bags and Kingsford Charcoal are in the household segment. And, and as I right. just mentioned, kitty litter, those are offsets and hi uh, Hidden Valley dressings. And water filter, filter pro products is actually Brita, you, you know, and then the natural personal care items that I mentioned is, of course, Burt's Bees. Burt's Bees, did I say that right? Chat, it's like a chapstick product. They make that. So Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. have all that items as as offsets. So it, to me, it's kind of like in the restaurant industry when you have, like, I cover Darden Restaurant, and they have so many restaurants like Longhorn Steakhouse and Capitol Grill and Olive Garden and Seasons 52. Those are all offsets, and one of them stumbles. And the, all these products are just really right. help negate weakness in one product category. So I really like their diverse right. product line, you know, and it's also diverse geographically, so... And that's why I noticed in your note, and this is what I'm getting at here, is that you said hold in the near term seems to be appropriate because the stock is fully valued at this time. But, uh, you know, the Clorox products could accelerate and you would really consider putting this stock back on the buy list for a long, long term rating. So thank you, John. John Stasak, it's nice to see you. Argus Research. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome.